I'm Justine. I'm Daniela. And, and welcome, welcome to Zen, Zen what? what? A podcast where we discuss our own personal journeys towards healing and wellness. We're two best friends on a mission to break the stigma around mental health. And we hope that by sharing our stories, you will feel less alone. The veil of silence drops with us. So, Daniela, I think we should start with our opening question. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling all the feels. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, all of them. All of them. It's. It's a lot. I know. It's circulating. There's a lot going on. A lot of energy. <laughs> Lots of energy. Um, you know, I'm excited to be recording our first episode of Zen What, mm-hmm. but I'm also nervous. Yeah. Um, being vulnerable can feel really scary mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But like my girl Brene Brown would say, mm. um, today I choose courage over comfort. Mm. So. This is me stepping into the arena. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought you were gonna say. My girl, Britney Spears. Her too. <laughs> Her too. I feel like she too has a proverb. Yeah. Similar. It's called read a fucking book. She, she said. With the word. She yeah. said, I got time for you hosts today. Woo. Mm-hmm. And Britney we trust. I, it, like, honestly, in, in the name of Britney, yeah. the wellness must be discussed. Yeah. Oh my God. How are you feeling, friend? I am feeling incredibly excited. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah. I had, last week, I had four social events in four days. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, even as an extrovert, felt like a lot. Yeah. It was pandemic. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. what to wear is a whole thing. My God. Because I don't wear any pants with buttons anymore. It's a anymore. whole existential question. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. Then I also like look different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's a whole thing. I also really want to take these braids out. Okay. I really want to take these braids out, and I have am having a real moment, existential crisis. I think a lot of uh, black girls and white girls with money feel like this sometimes, <laughs> where you want to take your braids out and have your afro. You want to take your braids out, put more braids in. Yeah. You want to take your braids out. Get an asymmetrical bob wig. Mm-hmm. You want to take your braids out, shave your head. Mm-hmm. You want to take your braids out and get a pixie cut. I know. It's like a whole thing. I Point. want all, all of those at the same time. Point where like the Jetsons, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are we not there yet? Yeah. <laughs> How have we not gotten there? Yeah. So I just, and then on top of that, you have to like meet new people, which is fucking wild. Oh. Like it's, it was I like know. a lot the yeah. past four days. Totally. Um, so a little bit overwhelmed, but very excited to be recording. Yeah. <laughs> so excited so to excited. record. Yeah. Um, and how are you guys feeling? Let yeah, us, let us know. Let us know in whatever kind of comment you can leave us. So we wanted to have this episode for you guys as a basic intro of what the podcast is going to be. We're going to tell you the podcast outline, and then we're going to give us some background into who we are why we started this, and we're going to kind of move through our segments as if this was a real episode. Um, So the first segment is going to be called Can We Discuss? This is where Daniela and I talk about a certain topic that we've been healing from or growing through or whatever. Um, And yeah, just kind of have a like real open and honest discussion about the topic. And then our next segment is Keep It 100, where we just give you an update on our progress around that certain topic, how mm-hmm. we're feeling, where we're at, you know, update on any goals or achievements, um, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do, after that, 
a soul stretch, which is solutions and resources on how to heal, how to start your journey, everything pertaining to the can we discuss, giving you guys some like actually helpful solutions to try to start or heal from what you could be relating to. And then we're going to end it on a fun note mm -hmm. uh, with Bravo-ish, where mm -hmm. we talk about the reality TV we're watching for the week mm -hmm. and anything going on in pop culture. Mm-hmm. So excited about that one, too. Because <laughs> I get to recap The Bachelor in detail. But yeah, it'll be this light and fun. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun to keep it light. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can start with our Can We Discuss? Justine, do you want to talk a little bit about the Two Black Girls, One Rose mission? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think um, in starting this podcast as a Two Black Girls, One Rose production, it's important for me to kind of introduce the mission for you guys who may or may not be familiar. Um, two Black Girls, One Rose is a podcast where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. Um, and in the coming years when... We started the podcast in Brooklyn to now we have created a whole fully functioning business and this is one of the functions under the business unit is then what? So we're pretty much transmitting this into every monolithic capitalist white space and starting with wellness. Um, and people may ask why wellness, right? And wellness is an area that for me, Natasha, and definitely for you, I think, mm -hmm. has been overcome and saturated, even poisoned by <laughs> um, capitalism, by a very monolithic experience of a white woman who usually lives in a very warm place <laughs> and <laughs> whose goal is to really capitalize on your insecurities. Mm -hmm. um, and wellness is just something that... Um, shouldn't be shouldn't be made to make you feel bad it should yeah. be made to make you feel good and mm -hmm. also to uh, make you feel like you have a community around you um so we're entering the we're busting through <laughs> not entering we're busting through the space like kool-aid man <laughs> yeah exactly yeah hi. yeah exactly and um trying to create a community around some really honest conversations of people who do not look like the typical wellness warrior mm-hmm I think that's so important, right? Because mm -hmm. I think that's a barrier to a lot of people even asking themselves those questions of like, what do I need to feel better? Yeah. Myself? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not, if I don't look like you. Yeah. If I don't have the resources. Like I have no you chance do. to even be better. Uh, yeah. To feel yeah. better. Yes. <laughs> but you do. We're yeah. here to tell you that you do. And mm -hmm. we're going to go through um, this season. Um, we should say that too. We're going to be a seasonal podcast. We're going to be focused on growth. Mm -hmm. So we're going to help you guys grow. So to everybody who doesn't know you yet, or who may only know you from an Instagram takeover, mm -hmm. who is Daniela? My favorite topic. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> So hard talking about myself. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, a little bit about me and my journey towards healing. Um, I'm a first-generation Colombian-American mm -hmm. who grew up in New Jersey, I live in New York City and am married to my college sweetheart. Married! Hey, husband! <laughs> hey, husband. Um, I'm a plant mom, a huge Bravo fan mm -hmm. and dog lover. Mm -hmm. um, I'm someone who cares deeply about my family and friends. Mm -hmm. In terms of healing, I would say that I really struggled with my mental health during my 20s. 
and that fear seemed to dictate every move or choice that mm -hmm. I made, especially in terms of my career. Mm -hmm. uh, I graduated from college without a job and not really knowing what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. All I knew was what I didn't want which mm -hmm. was to work in finance. And spoiler alert, I <laughs> ended up working in finance. Mm -hmm. uh, I was living back home with my parents, and so I felt this urgency to get any job so mm -hmm. that I could, quote unquote, start my life. Yeah, yeah. get out and start your life. Yeah, yeah. yep. <laughs> so that's what I did. Uh, I accepted the first job offer I got, which was working as a paralegal in a corporate law firm. Mm -hmm. And while I was working there, I quickly realized that law school was not something I wanted to pursue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, again, I felt stuck. And, and so when an opportunity to work in an investment bank came along, I, I took it. Mm -hmm. Even though I knew with every fiber of my being that that was not what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. you know, my parents were encouraging me. They were telling me, oh, but you'll make a lot of money. Yeah. You'll have a great life. Yeah. You'll be happy. But long story short, I, I wasn't happy. I was really struggling with depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't until I took my last job in finance where my mental health reached the lowest point it ever had, and I finally decided to seek help. Mm -hmm. I think it's a cultural thing. Uh, mm -hmm. My family mm -hmm. was not a big believer in therapy. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of growing up, it was like you work through your own shit, mm -hmm. you get over it, and you keep it moving. Yeah. So my parents couldn't really understand what was wrong with me mm -hmm. from there. Well, they gave you a very linear equation, yeah. right? You'll get a good job yeah. that pays a lot yeah. equals you will have a happy life, yeah. <laughs> right? Even the yeah. way with, in which yeah. you said it was, it was like the equation. It was a very simple blueprint, yeah. you know? <laughs> yes. And even following that blueprint, I still was like at a loss. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for a while, I, I took that as like a personal failure mm -hmm. on my part, mm -hmm. that there was something wrong with mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like from, from their perspective, it was like I had a great job, yeah. I was in a committed long-term relationship, mm -hmm. had a nice apartment in the city, you know, what is my problem? Yeah. But whether or not my life looked great from the outside, I was struggling. Mm -hmm. And my anxiety wasn't only affecting me and my job performance, it was also taking a toll on my relationship. Mm. So it wasn't until my late 20s that I started going to therapy consistently. Mm -hmm. And if I have one regret, it's that mm. I didn't go to therapy sooner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what age were you when you started your adult life therapy? 28 28 Maybe, yeah 28 Natasha too oh wow and and uh, yeah <laughs> it, it is we're just about to hit I think that solo return shit is very real oh yeah return to Saturn yeah <laughs> return to Saturn yeah yeah, yeah yeah Saturn return is very real um mm -hmm. and everybody's kind of looking around in their late 20s mm -hmm. you were married at that point Newly, yeah, newly, newly married. married. Natasha and I were as single as a <laughs> as a crisp dollar bill. Yeah, and all three of us at that point were like at the point where we were seeking help, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, continuity in all three of our stories. Can you tell me a little bit, or tell our listeners mm -hmm. a little bit more about your healing journey? Yes, I would love to. So. I have been working through therapy for years. I've been through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, I first went to therapy um, in high school, and then I've been in and out of therapy for various things, grieving, um, life experience, blah, 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 until end of year 2019. Mm -hmm. um, and I was realizing kind of my issues one by one. I am heavily considering going back to therapy recently because as beautiful and amazing as this empire that Natasha and I have are trying to build mm -hmm. 
is it has taken that plus working my nine to five is taking a huge toll on Justine. Right. Um, Understandably. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. a lot. The yeah. past year and a half years, it was a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of emotions, a lot of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of change too. And a lot of change. Yeah. A lot. Just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. And I did recently take a test for therapy and I got a diagnosis for, um, mild anxiety and moderately severe depression Mm -hmm. which felt extremely freeing but i remember going to the doctor one day after i gave myself caffeine poisoning and i had the shakes and i was yeah and i was like still weighing more than i thought i should i was over exercising i was under eating and i wanted a diagnosis of something that wasn't stressed so bad yeah it was almost like i wanted diabetes you know what I mean? Yeah, just like a I, name for it. I wanted a name for it. And yeah. I wanted a pill. I wanted a pill that was going <laughs> to yeah. take it away. Yeah. Even if you had to shoot my eyeball up with insulin, like I just wanted <laughs> something that was going to like take that everything relief, away. A Some bit, relief, yeah. just yeah. something that will help. Um, that would not take away from the productivity that I set up for myself mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the beginning of this year, I decided that my word of the year was going to be health. The first half of the year, I took care of financial and career health. Yeah. And as I'm talking on this microphone, I'm eight days away from leaving my nine-to-five job and being full-time with two black girls in one row. It was very exciting. <laughs> um, so that is, like, all taken care of. I need now to work on the mental, emotional, and physical health in mm-hmm. the last six months. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just I realized that my physical, mental, and emotional was in shambles, mm-hmm. and that my growth and healing needs to take the first seat. There's yeah. mm-hmm. nothing without it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That's, that's my journey. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's important that we highlight that we are still healing through a lot of things, uh-huh. we're healing yeah. in real time, Yeah. and that, you know, we're not medical experts, mm-hmm. we don't have mm-hmm. all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, to keep it 100, yeah, <laughs> like what may work for either one of us mm-hmm. might not work for an individual listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to tune into yourself mm-hmm. and figure out what it is that you need. Yeah. And it could be professional help. Yeah. Um, hopefully if you have access to it or it could be one of the resources that we give you guys in the soul stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be, and most likely will be, beyond us. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes it just starts with asking yourself certain questions. Yeah, or relating to someone mm-hmm. instead of hearing, you know, the same story over and over again. Get hearing, over it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. get over it no. or, like, get a trampoline, <laughs> take some ashwagandha. Like, yeah. it's, sometimes it's beyond that, right. you know, and we're here to help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we should... Also go over the root of our friendship and how we became friends. Yeah. Which is so wild. We've been friends for 20 years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? How oh old are we? Oh, my God. I know. I keep, and, like, that number only increases, which is yep. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been friends for 20 years, and we have been incredibly honest each other with each other throughout that entire mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are like family yeah. at this point, right? 100%. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Um, and then I guess we should go into also the root of the podcast as mm-hmm. well and like why this is a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to give all of our listeners, especially after um, on the Two Black Girls, One Rose side, us doing the lifestyle episodes and how people were kind of interacting during those lifestyle episodes and what people were relating to. Mm-hmm. Um, give people a resource and motivate people to confront or start or pick back up their own healing journeys uh-huh. because it is incredibly important and way more important than, um, like, what's that meme that always floats around? Like, you're not just alive to make money and diet and lose weight. Is that a meme? That's a meme. That's a very really famous <laughs> or is meme. Or that just fat? Yes. <laughs> that too but we're like part of that uh part of that messaging in that community yeah and i feel like we saw a real need to Mm -hmm. enter this space when you know we think of the goops of the world yeah um oh Oh, Oh, my god um a lot of times what they're selling you is that healing is a a destination Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that if you buy these products you will get there yeah yeah and i think we've both learned that that's not true that healing is a journey Mm -hmm. it's not a final perfect destination Mm -hmm. you know you don't Mm -hmm. just get to the sandy beaches Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. know drink a pina colada Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um healing is is hard work and sometimes you yeah. take two steps forward and then five steps back mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. something you thought you were over you realize you weren't it's yeah. a lifelong journey yeah um, yeah and but it gets better with time mm-hmm. because you start learning how to understand yourself better mm-hmm. you start figuring out what you need and how you can meet yourself mm-hmm. um for me, one of the biggest things that I work through therapy is just feeling my feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, for a long time, I just pushed down my feelings yeah. until it got to a point where it was spilling over mm-hmm. and I felt like I was unraveling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just want to normalize these things that mm-hmm. people don't always talk about. Yeah. You know, healing is hard work, mm-hmm. but I think we can do hard things. So. Yeah. Yeah. And to also validate those feelings, yeah. I think there's a lot of feeling as if... Um, like you said in the very beginning, like, get over it, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's just something that you have to continue with through life. Um, and you will be alone and it, like, will be hard, but life is hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've both gotten that messaging growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, and it really does not have to be insufferable. Mm-hmm. Will life have hard moments? Yes. Yeah, but it mm-hmm. won't be... Um, something where you have to suffer through it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a, um, aware and um, self-aware enough to know how to heal yourself, soothe yourself mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah, self-soothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to also know that you can, you deserve healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that... Um, young as young women as a first generation Mm -hmm. as a person of color as a black woman whatever that's not something that you are taught that you deserve healing rest Mm -hmm. um all of that stuff and we are here to tell you that you do yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and i think it's easy to compare yourself to your friends Mm -hmm. to your even your family and the experiences that they have had and to kind of just minimize the stuff that you're struggling with and we're here to tell you like 
own your shit. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's yeah. okay to be having a hard time. Like, this isn't the suffering Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no one gets a prize for having yeah. suffered the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So we just want to normalize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I know I'm, I've definitely been guilty of that, of being like, no, no, no. My parents came all the way here. Yeah. Yeah. What am I crying about? Yeah. I'm complaining about? I yep. don't know what's hard. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't fully know what's ha- what hard, yeah. hard life is, yeah. but that doesn't mean that I haven't suffered. Right, and that right. I haven't struggled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and even when you start your, your healing journey and you Google healing and wellness and you see Gwyneth Paltrow not applying sunscreen, yeah. that that is that does not have to be your only community to join. There mm-hmm. are, we are hoping to open up the doors and give you guys a, a broader and bigger community to join. Yeah. Um, of different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so should we go into the soul stretch now? Um, so the soul stretch basically to the can we discuss, um, I guess, I mean, we don't have any tips on how to resolve the intro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say start with asking yourself some questions. Like, mm, mm-hmm. um, do I want, you know, am I struggling with something? Mm-hmm. Do I want to keep feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Can I get, is help available to me? Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. exploring that. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, is there something that consumes me? Mm-hmm. You know, we had, we're recording everything in batches and we had a really really interesting and fantastic interview for you guys <laughs> in next week's episode i can't wait for you guys to hear um but it could be start asking yourself questions of am i struggling with something that seems to consume my life mm, yeah right i think it's like having an honest approach and sort of taking inventory of your life of like what is serving me and what mm-hmm. is not serving me mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and even just starting there can mm-hmm. kind of point you in the direction that you need to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like myself and you can't walk past the window without being afraid of seeing your reflection mm-hmm. because of weight or whatever, because of some way that you look or you look different, or you even if you just cut your hair mm-hmm. and you don't like it. Yeah. Or um, just struggling with your body image. Yeah, mm-hmm. struggling with with your self image, and and you can't walk past the mirror, and you suck it, you know, um, and you're constantly consumed about dieting and all of that. That's just something that's fresh on my mind because we just recorded, but that is something that I have attempted to heal from mm-hmm. for over twenty years. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and so just asking yourself those questions of like exactly what Daniela said, mm-hmm. is this serving me? And then is this something that is like hindering me, holding me back? Yeah. All of that. Yeah. I think another good tip is just and it sounds really basic, but mm-hmm. it is 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 mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And it's it's hard in the beginning cuz you don't even realize all the thoughts that are running through your head mm-hmm. because they're so familiar to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah and once yeah. you start questioning some of those thoughts mm-hmm. and and say to yourself, okay, this is not an objective truth. This is just a belief that I'm holding about myself. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. again, just getting curious with yourself, um, being mindful of that negative voice, that inner critic. Mm-hmm. That, for me personally, has done wonders mm-hmm. where I can, like, mm-hmm. separate myself from this bully in my mm-hmm. head who's just telling me all this wild shit about me <laughs> yeah. and being like, you know what? 
let me let me lower the volume a little bit on this mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I don't really believe what I'm hearing right now. Yeah, or who is it? Who is this? Yeah, yeah. is this me or mm-hmm. is this like or did I hear this at some point in my life? Yeah. From someone else. Right. You know? Yeah, from somebody else. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Somebody who I could have looked up to mm-hmm. or not. Like, yeah. Is this something that I just absorbed and now it's now it's my narrative? Yeah. And I think to your point about mindfulness is also, is it creating a mindset? Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of conversations with friends recently about the mindset of scarcity. Right. You know? Yeah. Because so many, so many of us were in our 20s poor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have, like, going into our 30s, a mindset of scarcity. Yeah. Is it something that is controlling the decisions that you're making in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, or the decisions that you're making along with your partner or um, even, like, in a group at work or something like that? Um, so does your mindfulness control your mindset as yeah, well? totally. Mm-hmm. And it takes practice, like, all of mm-hmm. these things. I mean, I think our goal with this whole Soul Stretch segment is that we each week give you different tools that you can add to your toolbox. Yeah. And then it starts becoming like muscle memory for you where Mm -hmm. you know, hey, this is what I need to self-soothe in this moment. Mm -hmm. This is what's available Mm -hmm. to me, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But again, we're never going to have that perfect solution, that, Mm -hmm. you know, pill that just makes everything go away. God, Um, I would pay. Yeah. (laughs) I'd pay anything for it. Me too. (laughs) Um... So, yeah. Yeah. So, that's Soul Stretch. Um, or that's the Soul Stretch for this week, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, okay. So, for Bravo-ish. Hi. Surprise. Okay. So, this is our Bravo-ish segment. We're going to be talking pop culture, Bravo, all of our favorite shows. Not a recap. Not a recap. But just a little overview. Yeah, just an overview. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys will um, enjoy it and engage with us. On the Instagram and the comments and stuff. Um, So I feel like we're really lucky to be starting our podcast at a time when Roni, mm -hmm. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Mm -hmm. and uh, Potomac are all on air. That's wild. (laughs) My three favorites. I know. Yeah. Yeah, the trifecta. It is. It is. Jersey is like there. It's periphery. It's there. It does it, but you know. Mm -hmm. These are the all-stars. They really are. Yeah. Yep. Um, Uh, So... Okay, Real Housewives of Potomac, we just watched. Mm-hmm. Um, We're on episode three now in the season, three. and they're fucking bringing it. I mean, this is the thing about Potomac, mm-hmm. is that, I think Watcher Crapman said this too, this is feels very realistic. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. Like, my mom, as a black mom in Jack and Jill, <laughs> has friendships that are exactly like mm-hmm. this. This feels like what would happen if both of us were friends with 50-year-old women. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) This is very realistic, I think. Yeah, I I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, So, do we want to talk a little bit about Zen when? Zen when, yeah. Zen why. Zen why, zen how, zen who. Girl, because... I, she's really, really lazy with her branding. Yeah. For yeah. somebody with so many degrees who read so many books, yeah. I can't believe she's this lazy. Mm-hmm. You're going to be Zen Wen and then curse somebody out? I know. This doesn't I'd make sense. Say all the time and be bothered. Do you know what Zen means? <laughs> <laughs> and I get, and here's the thing, what is so annoying about it. I understand that you're trying to be Zen Wen and sell candles. Yeah. Like, that I understand. Mm-hmm. 
but you're just not embodying that. No. And the other Nigerian who sells candles, mm-hmm. Jackie Ina. Okay. Who is a YouTuber. Ah, okay. Huge. Bit, yeah. Like six million followers or something. Like huge. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, big time. Is she branding herself as Zen? No. Mm-hmm. But she sells beautiful luxury candles with like gold wick trimmers mm-hmm. silk Fancy. pillowcases yeah. yeah she like it's like a lifestyle right. luxury yeah. branding I think thing. that's what Wendy is trying to go for I think so too because she probably saw Jackie oh okay I would not I be shocked yeah. if she saw Jackie do it mm-hmm. um cause I would be shocked if she is in the public eye is Nigerian and doesn't know Jackie's famous. Right. Right. Or didn't do her research beforehand. That I wouldn't be shocked. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, um, Jackie doesn't proclaim that she's some like peaceful Zen woman, but she does proclaim that she's luxurious. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Mm. I just feel like it's so odd though, that this nickname is coming out just as we're launching our podcast. I, I feel like the universe is speaking to us right now. This is very, I know, this is very exciting. <laughs> yeah. If she wants to sell them candles, Wendy, feel free to give us a call. Yeah. I, everybody got a price. I mean, Wendy, here's my idea. I was telling this to Justine. Oh my God, it's such a good idea. Why a candle? Like, if mm-hmm. I were Wendy, I mm-hmm. would be selling school supplies. Like, I would be starting yes. out with, like, organic erasers in beautiful <laughs> colors, yes. different sizes. Yes. Like, I, I don't understand why the candle. Me either. Yeah. And I know she was, she started this brand in a pandemic state. Right. So she could have, like, veered, I guess, with the school supplies, right? Maybe kids mm-hmm. don't need pencils as much because they're not submitting the homework. Yeah. But maybe they need a laptop case. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That would you be know so what cute, I mean? Right? Or, like, an iPad case mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Girl, there's no need for any candles. <laughs> Why are you selling this? Yeah. And then school supplies goes with her having so many degrees. Exactly. She could be on air giving commentary, waving one of her... Waving a pencil. pencil. Yeah. Oh, Wendy. <laughs> oh, my God. Wendy, call us. Call us. Wendy, <laughs> you got to give us a call. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so Zen Wen is, like, really annoying, but the rest of the ladies are bringing it, I think. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I love it. So how do you feel about Roni? Okay. This season? I... I know you love, I love Potomac too, but for me, Roni is my all-time yeah, favorite. you love Roni. Yeah, yep. I, I love the women. They bring this chaotic energy that I just eat up. <laughs> um, Sonia Morgan is my all-time favorite housewife. Yes! <laughs> I love her. We need to protect her at all costs. All costs, yeah. Um, you know, I understand how a lot of people, I mean, there have been times where I have felt bored by this season, mm-hmm. but I feel like this season is very necessary. They are having conversations that we all asked for like yeah. six months ago. Right. Yeah. So now we can't be complaining that these conversations are being had and like when they filmed it four months ago. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. Yeah. We can't be mad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love Ebony. Um, yeah, I love it. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I want to see her have fun more. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to see her like at work, quote unquote. Yeah. Whatever that means, because mm-hmm. I know she's very involved in media. Yeah. And I want to see her date. Yeah. I want to see her, like, be messy. Yeah, that'd be fun. It would be a lot of fun. At least, uh, like, a workout class. Something. I mean, she was great on Z-Way's show. I don't know if you've she seen that. She was great yeah. on Z-Way's yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was great on Horrible Decisions. I haven't, I didn't watch or hear that. She, she was on Horrible Decisions. Oh, wow. It was fantastic. She was talking about, oh, shit. 
I love that. Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her and Sonia talking about ho shit, I would eat that up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would live. Yeah. Sonia. Sonia's another one, like Wendy. She's, like, doing the wrong things at the wrong times. I know. Bless her heart. I know. I she can't her. catch a break. Yeah, she can. I'm praying can. for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, you know, after Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy, the worst. Teddy, the worst, Denise fucking Richards, who was iconic, but yeah, for all of that scandal, like that season was still pretty boring. Still boring, yeah. So finally, finally, we are getting the Beverly Hills yep. that we deserve. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> they're bringing it. They're bringing it. I love Crystal. Mm-hmm. She's such a bitch. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> she will not back She's down, which never, I appreciate. Which I love. Yeah. Love her, and I love how um, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm Asian. We're making dumplings. Like, she's <laughs> she's not I'm shying away from that. Yeah. She's not giving in to this, like, like of all of the franchises that at least we watch, mm-hmm. I feel like BH is definitely the whitest. Yeah. She's, like, not giving in. No. Even with her whitest toast husband, <laughs> she is not giving in. She is like, no, I have emotions, too. Yep. It, it you know? Um... And she is probably the um, most chill in terms of having a job. I feel like she's not trying to sell us anything. No, she's very, I think, secure with every finance they yeah. got. Yep. She does it. She's like, I don't need to read the bank statement. Yeah, I don't need to read that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you watch Lion King recently? Like, I don't need <laughs> yeah. to read that shit. I'm good. Yeah. It's all good. Um. And then Erica Girardi, which I know is a sensitive topic for you. Imagine if this happened to Sonia. I mean, Sonia could never. She wouldn't be in a completely yeah, unwilling, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unknowing participant yeah. in all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, um, I feel like Erica is selling us a lot of half-truths. Yeah. And I don't fully know if she's innocent. Because there's no reason to file for divorce and keep filming mm-hmm. unless you want to spin yeah. a story. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what she's doing. She's definitely spinning it. She's like, she's just like, I, this is my only medium. Yeah. She knows. She knows the future. She knows yeah. we're going to be watching this. Mm-hmm. We're going to be commenting on her. But like, what was that story about Tom and that car accident? I couldn't understand. The as story got she... bigger than her. She like, it came out of her mouth and she was like, oh dear. Where do I go with this? <laughs> as soon as she said, my road is a switchback, I said, oh no. Oh, I did oh, Google Maps. No. So that was the truth. That was the truth. <laughs> yo, yo, use a half to know. Daniela sent me a screenshot of Google Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Points in which Tom Girardi could have tumbled yep. down like Humpty Dumpty yep. down the hill out of the car, I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. But she did not lie about the terrain of okay. her home. Okay, okay. The story is still very off. I don't know yeah. if we'll ever get to the bottom of that. And I don't think so. I think that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm devastated by Erica. Mm-hmm. Devastated. Oh, yeah. man. But I'm still going to keep watching. Of course. See what happens. Of course. I'm so excited for that uh, mid-season trailer. Phenomenal. Really I cannot good. wait. I know. I can't wait either. I can't wait until next season mm-hmm. when we see Erica. Will we see Erica? I don't know. We might see her with a white fridge, girl. Oh my god, I not the know. white fridge. I don't know. And no ice maker. I was going to say, at least let her have an ice maker. Nope, probably not. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's rough. Mm-hmm. 
And then, okay. Mm-hmm. So, for celebrity couples. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they've just been everywhere. Right? <laughs> I don't know if this is to get us to go back outside or what. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's just on the internet with their boo. Yeah. Um, Kravis. Kravis. Who, Travis Barker is my husband, second in line from Chiba Bowman. Oh my god, so, I did not know that. Oh my god, yeah. Wow. Me and Natasha fight over Travis Barker. Both of us are in love with him. Okay, well here's some trivia for you. What? Adam's dog that he had when he was growing up uh-huh. was named after Travis Barker. No. He had a black poodle named Travis. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What? Stand he loves Blink-182. He loved Blink-182. Oh. That was like the first concert he went to as a kid. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. And then Courtney's the only palpable Kardashian. Yeah. Out of all She's the only one I'm rooting for, really. Rooting for is the generous, but it's she's generous. the only one. But yeah. I can see. I yeah. can see why you're rooting for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, and we t- we've talked about this before, but she's a prime example of like how you should just not listen to your family give dumb mm-hmm. bullshit advice mm-hmm. about shit they have no idea that they're talking about. Yep. Do not listen. To your sisters give romantic advice no. when their relationships are a hot mess. Especially Chloe. Right. Yeah. So, she like, if she had nothing. listened to her family, she'd be divorced from, Go- from Scott. From Scott. Yeah. 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 And he probably would have burned down her house and some wild <laughs> shit. He was wild, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that is so wild, I'm like, were we really indoors for that long that we're entertaining <laughs> Benefer 2.0? I don't... <laughs> I know people are really like, oh my god, I love this. But he just gives me I gave up energy. <laughs> and she is the epitome of I will never give up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, opposites attract, they say. I guess. <laughs> oh, no. oh my goodness. She just, she gives like all I, I have an alkaline water system in my home. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes to my house three times a week to mm-hmm. like do everything, yeah. clean the house, cook for me, yeah. do all this. And then he, all these pictures of him with them Dunkin' Donuts boxes. That's a mood. Falling over. <laughs> that is my oh energy. God. Or like smoking looking distressed. Yeah. I hope he's not smoking anymore. I was absolutely smoking. <laughs> oh, dating God. Jennifer Lopez? Are you kidding me? I know, I know. It's probably down to two pounds a day now. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. Oh yeah. my God. But then there's also, we don't have on this list, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. Oh, yeah. They're beautiful. They are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's also kind of a little young, but it's fine. Is so she? was I. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize she's there like, was like a big age difference. She's like 24, 25, and he's like 32. Oh. Well, right? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I yeah. was doing worse at 25. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Friend, are you okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, no, I wasn't, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, I wasn't getting flued out to Antigua. That's for damn sure. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I love them, and I love how she dates whoever she wants. Yeah. Because she's I a mean, big dater. Her portfolio is amazing. Is, yep. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yep. And um, I think her exes still talk about her too, which is As very they interesting. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. I think they're still mad. Mm-hmm. And they're probably mad that Michael B. Jordan is good looking. Oh my gosh. And he, looks like he also drinks water. Them other ones don't. He, he's on next level. He doesn't like do it for me, but I see it. Does oh that my make gosh. sense? Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't, he doesn't do it for you? Mm-mm. Interesting. No. Mm-mm. 
His smile. I'm like, he has a really good body. Yeah, that's what people say. I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. To each their own. To each their own, and I get it. Yeah. He's very hunky. He is hunky. He looks hunky. He's hunky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And I don't think... I'm trying to think of anything else that's happened in pop culture that's, like, relevant. I don't think so. Okay, well, I think that's it for Bravo-ish, then. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so that is the episode. You guys, please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, this will be, so far, at least season one, will be a completely free podcast. So mm-hmm. there's not going to be me and Natasha's voice saying to come up on the Patreon. <laughs> this will be every single week. So please subscribe. Come on the growth journey with us. Hold our hand. We yes. will hold yours. Um, we'll and be kicking and screaming the whole time. Yeah, all of us <laughs> yeah, jumping together. Off the cliff. Yep. Um, and you can email us as well at z e n w h a t zen what and the number one at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram. Tag yeah. us on Instagram and share your story with us. If you're watching, we are at Zen What on Instagram. Yeah, come follow us. <laughs> yeah, come follow. And we'll have like fun stories. And mm-hmm. you guys already heard the challenge or saw the challenge that we did leading mm-hmm. up to this, which is yeah. awesome. Um, so, yeah. yeah, come join us. Come join the community. Yeah. Let us know if you participated in the challenge, yes. how it went, yeah. how, yeah. how it's going. Mm-hmm. You're starting now. Yep, yeah. Never too late. Never too late. <laughs> um, yeah, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.